Hello, Universal fans. What is good? This is Bruce from 407 and Beyond Vacation Company and the Disney Co. In the Know podcast. This is episode 10 of our Universal edition of the show. Um, you can catch us on iTunes at Disney Co. In the Know and on YouTube at Disney Co. In the Know. And today, we are going to be talking about the resorts that have opened up at Universal Orlando as of yesterday. So, uh, just want to address first where you might be wondering, where is the rest of the team? Well, we did film a podcast last night with our contributors, Steven, Jacob, and Hannah. But unfortunately, we had some tech issues and were not um, able to upload the video. So I am going out solo today talking about the resorts that opened up yesterday at Universal. And then as our Universal Spotlight, we will take a little bit of a deeper look into the Endless Summer Resort, um, the Surfside Inn and Suites. So um, join us, kick back, and let's talk about the latest Universal news. So uh, before we do, I just want to say that our show and our podcast is sponsored by um, our travel agency, specifically to Disney and Universal. So uh, we have Disney and Universal experts who help plan your family's perfect vacation. So all you have to do is show up, have fun, and create family memories. As always, our services are free to you. So check us out on the web at www.407vacations.com. All right, so one of our latest articles on our blog, which is 407vacations.com backslash in the know. So you want to say in the know. Um is about the resorts at Universal that reopened as of yesterday. So as you know, Universal opened up on June 1st to special guests, those with reservations, and will open up to the public on uh, June 5th. If I said July, uh, for, forgive me, it is June 1st, and then open up to the public on June 5th. So um Universal came out recently and said, you know, with um, the reopening and they're doing it in phases that six of their resorts were going to reopen on the second, which was yesterday. Those include the Hard Rock Hotel, the Royal Pacific Resort, Sapphire Falls, Universal's Cabana Bay, Aventura Hotel, and the Endless Summer Resort, Surfside Inn and Suites. Um, and then now actually on Friday, the parks will be open to the general public. So um, at that point, anybody can go. If you've been following along on social media with the Universal's reopening, it looks like things are going smoothly. They have markers on the ground uh, to maintain safe physical distancing. Um, you know, masks are being worn. They're really emphasizing cashless transactions, so paying with your Apple Pay, a debit card, a credit card, um, anything that really that's not cash is what they're what they're really trying to emphasize. And as part of the, the reopening of resorts, um, they have taken some precautionary health and safety measures. So I'll just read what Universal has uh, given to us. So guests and team members, so guests and employees are required to wear face coverings in public areas of the resorts. So I imagine that is some food service areas, uh, the lobby, anywhere where there's a congregation of people, uh, team members and the vendors will be required to have temperature checks upon arrival. Um, so that is, you know, employees, those with the temperature of 100.4 degrees or higher will not be allowed to work. So 
Um, you know, looking at their language, it doesn't look like anyone with a high temperature has the choice to work or not or to go home, but they are being forced um, to, to not work if the temperature is too high. So guests will be asked to self-screen for COVID symptoms and comply with quarantine orders prior to arrival. So, you know, trying to put a little bit of this on the guests that if you are not feeling well or you think you may have COVID-19 symptoms to, to please not um, go to the resorts and the parks. Uh, guests will also have their temperature checks upon arrival and the same applies with employees that any temperature of 100.4 degrees or higher will require medical clearance to enter the hotel. So they are doing this um, before you enter the hotel. Um, resorts are also going to provide hand sanitizer um, and stations in public areas and elevator landings. So it will be there um, after you press buttons or use common areas in the resorts. And um, one thing they did emphasize is that enhanced cleaning of guest rooms, meeting rooms, and public areas uh, will, be, will be cleaned with uh, cleaner and disinfectant. Um, same thing goes for frequent cleaning of high-touch areas such as telephones, remote controls, door handles, light switches, elevators, tabletops, and, and others. Food and beverage outlet capacities will be limited, so the amount of guests who can go into um, you know, food service areas within the resort will be limited, um, and there will be social distancing signs um, that will be visible as well as markings on the ground. Um, and then trying to make as several contactless experiences for the guests as possible, including check-in and check-out. Um, that includes your, your luggage delivery and so forth. So Universal really, you know, trying to um, step up their health and safety measures and protect guests and employees. You know, they are part of the first wave of theme parks and resorts to open up in Orlando. Um, Disney doesn't open up until, until July. So... Um, you know, this, this over a month period between Universal opening up and Disney opening up, um, Universal is really on the forefront of, you know, taking these measures to protect guests and employees. So um, everything that, that we're seeing looks like it is going smoothly. I saw the line outside of Universal Orlando this morning. It looked like guests were staying six feet apart. Um, and they had separate lines, some for pass holders, some for uh, those staying at the resorts. So um, it, it looks like things are going well. I hope things continue to go well. And, um, you know, and there's that fine balance between, you know, having a terrific guest experience and then implementing health and safety measures. And it looks like Universal is doing well on the forefront of that. So, so one of the resorts that you heard me say, was reopening um, yesterday was Universal's Endless Summer Resort Surfside Inn and Suites. Um, and so this is one, and I wanted to do this as our uh, Universal Spotlight this week because this resort um, comes in at Universal at that value level. And we stayed there when this first opened, um, did a little review of it, checked it out, and I was really impressed with this resort. So it is a little bit of distance away. They have great transportation. Um, the universal bus system is incredibly clean. But let me read to you the description of this resort um, as is stated on Universal's website. And then I'll talk about 
our experience staying there um, and why I think this is a great resort to stay out with your family. So it says step into the surf lifestyle. This fun, family-oriented value hotel introduces extra affordability to your universal vacation. The feeling here is relaxed and easy, which I can attest to it is, with a cool surf vibe woven throughout. And as you'll see, um, I'll, I'll put up this picture here of the lobby. You can see that, yes, um, in fact, it is very much surf-oriented with um, the vibe woven throughout. In addition to beachy surf-themed standard rooms, Surfside Inn and Suites features spacious two-bedroom suites that sleep up to six, making it the perfect spot for families of any size to experience a Universal Orlando Resort vacation. Um, the sister resort to this is Dockside Inn and Suites, which is also part of Universal's Endless Summer Resort, which is uh, will be opening up and be more uh, dockside um, themed. So. Yeah, uh, when you first walk into the lobby of this resort, the first thing that you will notice is just how spacious and airy it is. Um, at, you know, from this photo here, the when we walked in, it was um, actually in the middle of the night. This was about um, one in the morning, which is why the lobby was so cleared out. And it, but even in the middle of the night, you can see how spacious the lobby is. Um, well, not just spacious, but how light it is. Uh, and the aesthetic looks like you're you're in the water, um, in the waves. So right off the bat, this um, for being a value resort, this was, uh, you know, aesthetically, this is a really, really good resort. So um, I keep mentioning that it's a value resort. So let's talk pricing. So um, I'll, I'll bring up this photo of the check-in area while I talk about pricing. So resort stays here for a standard room um you know you're looking at a starting price and i say starting price because prices do vary depending on um the time of year or the day that is weekends are more expensive um and prices are yielded so uh you're starting at looking at nine seventy nine dollars per night plus tax um, and that price is really based on a five-night stay. So if you're staying less than that, the price will uh, begin to go up a little bit. But you can get rooms at this resort for about $79 a night based on a five-night stay uh, plus tax. Two-bedroom suites um, that I was reading about in the description that sleeps up to six. Um, if you if you base it on a five-night stay, um, you're looking at $120 per night per, uh, plus tax. So if you really are going for the week and you're taking the family for the week, um, you know, and you, and you have more than four family members or you just want to get a suite, $120 per night plus tax is a great deal. Um, and based on the aesthetic, uh, the cleanliness, um, how spacious it is, and it just it just feels brand new. And, and that's because partly because of what it, because it is brand new. Um, but also because of the aesthetic and cleanliness of the hotel, 120 per night is um, is a really good value. So um, you know, price is always relative to to clients and, and guesting at the hotel. So I'm only speaking towards the uh, value of the price towards what my experience was at this resort. So some of the benefits of I'll tell you what I will also pull up real quick the. Um, and I'll talk about the pool before I talk about the rooms. So you walk through the lobby, which I had just shown, and 
um, all the way, you walk right through it, and in the back, it opens up to this seating area, as you can see here, um, and this fish-shaped shaped pool, excuse me, and then there's a lake in the back. So, um, so really cool, um, and uh, the the resort kind of shapes itself around this pool, um, kind of making the pool the centerpiece, and it's just a great great pool for families uh, to 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 relax. So, um, so yeah, let's talk about some of the benefits of staying at a Universal Resort. So, um, you do get early admission to the Wizarding World of Harry Potter, and if you have watched our show in the past, we talk a lot about the Wizarding World. That's just one of those IPs that is great to have in the theme parks um, and one that a lot of our guests and a lot of our clients really relate to as much you know or definitely more than some of the other IPs um, in the parks so um, you get you get to enjoy early park admission to the Wizarding World of Harry Potter um, and Universal's Volcano Bay which is their um, third gate or third park it is a water park one hour before the park opens so you get that one hour of extra time to either walk around, get some breakfast, which is what we like to do, um, or you know go get in line for the attraction that you're trying to avoid the lines later on in the day. Um, when you stay at a Universal Resort, like Surfside Inn and Suites, you do get free transportation to the parks. So complimentary shuttle buses connect this value resort to Universal Studios Florida, um, and Islands of Adventure and uh, Volcano Bay. Um, this also includes City Walk, but City Walk is so close um, to the parks so that it's all kind of one. So you just hop on a bus, uh, the bus will take you over and drop you off, and it is uh, incredibly convenient. This does not include transportation to um, MCO or Orlando International, but um, we can always arrange transportation to to Orlando International Airport. So. Uh, another nice thing about staying at a Universal Resort is that when you purchase something in the stores, uh, whether it be in the theme parks or Universal City Walk, um, which is kind of the, the you know this district of shopping and dining, um, for free of charge, they will take your packages to your room. Usually it's that night or the next day, but it's kind of nice to be able to go buy something and not have to carry it around the rest of the day. So... Um, the rooms at Universal's um, Surfside Inn and Suites, we found to be clean, um, pretty spacious. The aesthetic of the, of the wood paneling on the sides and just kind of the light beachy surf theme um, was just really fun. And it, it just felt really upbeat. Um, the wood is a light color and it just overall felt... It just felt welcoming, um, which is something that we we really enjoyed. So, uh, excuse me there. When you are hungry and it's time to eat and you are not at the parks and you're not at City Walk, um, there are some options at Surfside Inn and Suites. First is the casual food court. It's called Beach Break Cafe. Um, and they have what they call SoCal-inspired flavors and fresh ingredients. Um, everything on their menu is $12 or less. This was a pretty adequate food court. Um, it, it was pretty well themed, um, very enjoyable, but um, and, and the food was okay. Um, but definitely a good place uh, to take the kids to get breakfast before you go into the parks. 
Um, they also had a sand bar out by the pool area. Um, so if you wanted to get, grab drinks, you could definitely do that at the poolside bar. Um, it says that they have cocktails, frozen drinks, wine, beer, and smoothies. Um, and then one really nice feature about the Surfside Inn and Suites is that there's a Starbucks in the lobby. Um, and it's actually right here behind these surfboards. Um, and it's nice that the Starbucks is in this resort. Uh, a lot of times uh, with resorts or you know theme park resorts, you got to go out um, to, to get your coffee unless you want to get it at the food court. So um, really nice feature that Starbucks is there. Sometimes they did have long lines, but if you're up there early, um, you should have no problem uh, getting your drink before catching the bus and heading over to the parks. So... Um, so yeah, so that is the universal spotlight for this week. Um, if you are a, a, a listener or a viewer of the universal edition of the Disney Co. in the No podcast, you will know that we usually focus in on the Wizarding World in addition. Uh, we use Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone, the novel, to kind of guide our discussion on the Wizarding World. And the reason why we do that is because, um, you know, it's a good way to see how Universal Orlando in the Wizarding World adapted our favorite movie and our, our favorite movies and our favorite books, um, and how you can kind of really live out that experience in the parks. So, um, so that's why we use use the novel. We go chapter by chapter. Um, this past week was Chapter Ten, Halloween. We were talking about some merchandise, and as I said at the beginning of the, this um, video, that unfortunately the video. Um, was not able to be uploaded to to YouTube and iTunes, but so instead you get me on a solo show talking about resorts. Um, but next week we're going to be talking about all things Quidditch, where you can get your Quidditch supplies, the Quidditch scenes and the attractions. Um, and so we have a pretty exciting show for you next week, talking about everything Quidditch in the parks. Um, which you could definitely find yourself buying a lot of Quidditch merchandise when you are there, um, whether it be in Hogsmeade or Diagon Alley. So I think that's going to do it for this podcast of the Universal Edition of the Disney Co. in the Know podcast. Um, like I said before, check us out on iTunes. Um, we have our Tuesday shows that are Universal-focused. We have our Thursday shows, which are Disney World or Disneyland-focused. And then uh, occasionally we have episodes pop up that is either advice or fun conversations, our top three this or that. Um, so check us out on iTunes if you are an audio listener at Disney Co. In The Know podcast. Um, and if you like to watch videos and you like to kind of watch the behind the scenes of the podcast, um, very kind of raw footage. Uh, continue, you know, check us out on YouTube at Disney Co. In The Know um, and if you want to stay up to date on all the latest theme park news, whether that be Disney or Universal related, including Disney Cruise Line, Alani Resort, Adventures by Disney, um, check us out on um, the web at www.407vacations.com backslash in the know. And an easier way to do to even follow along on the news is to follow us and like our page on Facebook at 407 and beyond Vacation Company. So guys, um, until then... Stay well. Uh, thanks a lot for watching this video. Subscribe below. In the comments, let us know if you have been to Universal this week or if you plan on going this summer. And remember that um, our travel agents are more than happy to book your family's perfect Universal vacation. So guys, take care, and I'll see you in the next episode.